going on, gamers? Welcome back to the Switch Up Podcast. Episode 1 of the second season. Oh, we gotta, we gotta go all the way back up to 50 now. We gotta climb the ladder. Uh, and I was about to say, we we prestiged in... in yeah, that, that's it, a good way of for, putting it. I was about to say, for uh, for a lack of a better word, we're, we moved on to a new season. We decided to to uh we we decided to take this this path in our uh continued uh growth as a podcast we figured it would be uh the right play to kind of separate this season separate this into seasons uh this one may be longer may not be maybe the same length we'll uh we'll kind of figure that out as it goes but for now uh we have returned to our to our rooms, to our recording ways, and we are here to to give you guys the scoop as usual. We are essentially trying to separate the the rookie podcasters that you heard in season one into the slightly more professional ones you hope to hear in season two. Yes, we're trying to make slow changes over time, and hopefully, as um, hopefully more seasons come and go, you can see our our progress, and we can improve one. A little bit at a time so yeah hopefully y'all are okay with that uh hopefully you guys will will stick around and see how uh these two uh, little college boys uh figure it out but in the meantime uh how are how are you doing colby it, it's been a little bit well i feel like we gotta reintroduce ourselves i am i'm half the show colby moyer he is tyler samsel and i am i'm doing i'm having fun I'm having fun on this uh, Monday afternoon, two thirty exactly. Of course. It's been yeah, it's been two weeks since we last recorded, so a lot's happened. Obviously, uh, video game wise, uh, I've been playing playing some more Paper Mario, grinding through that. Uh, I'm at the fourth streamer now, so getting close. But <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only that's the only game I've really been playing. And then uh, real life wise. Uh, all the season oneers out there. Uh, I'm no longer at the country club either. I have a new job. So as I was about to say, you have you you dipped from one job to the next. You're taking after me now. Yeah, uh, Tyler had the vision all those episodes ago where he <laughs> said he wasn't gonna work there anymore. I should have followed him up out of there, but no. Uh, yeah, I have a new job, so new beginning. A, a well, lot less, you know, a lot less stressful life I'm living right now. So you know, uh, you know as much as that job was, you know. As much as it was, you know, some some good things came out of it. I'm sure you would agree. Some. some. Emphasis on some. Uh-huh. And by some, I mean one. So, uh, of course. But enough about me, Tyler. Uh, update, update the people on your uh, activity over these past uh, couple of weeks. Of course, of course. Well, I've been doing good as well. I've uh, been stealing myself for the return to... Well, semi-return to college here in a few weeks. Uh, I will not be going on campus because all my classes are online, but I will be staying near campus in order to, you know, just be around and at least pretend that I'm living a normal college life. But as far as video games I've been playing to keep the sorrow at bay, uh, a a lot of... I finished Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time, uh, I finally completed that, both the main story and the post-game story. Uh, got evolved my starters, so I'm a Blaziken. My partner is a Blastoise. Uh, completely finished that. My I've been back playing Apex Legends with my with one of my friends. Actually, we've been grinding that out. We've been having at least one session a day, so that's been fun. Uh, season six is actually coming out in eight days. So uh, that'll be just another incentive for me to keep playing. This same friend also convinced me to do something that I haven't uh, done and touch Pokemon Y again, but not necessarily a normal playthrough. We use Nuzlocke? A Wonderlock. Oh, boy. So it's all the same rules as a Nuzlocke, but, well, besides the nicknaming, but you'll see why that is in a second. It's all the same rules as a Nuzlocke, but you need to wonder trade each Pokemon you catch. <laughs> oh, no, God. So, like, I caught 
So, like, when I have my starter and the first Pidgey that you catch on the first route, because I'm pretty sure that's a guaranteed encounter is the Pidgey on the first route with Grass, uh, you have to wonder trade both of them to get new Pokemon. And How's before the looking? and before the first gym, every Pokemon has to every Pokemon that you receive has to be below level ten. So wasn't looking good at first because my first trade was a Magikarp that knew no attacks. <laughs> It was like level, it was like level one, knew no attacks, had a really good, it had a jolly nature, so someone definitely bred for it and had good speed IVs, but uh, yeah, no, no attacks, just splash. Trade the other one, it was a level three Caterpie. So, got over two. I was about to say I had to run back and forth because there's no Pokemon Center before this route. You have to run all the way back to your house, go to sleep, and wake back up and go back to the route in order to grind. That sounds out. like that sounds like poor uh, game developing for Pokemon Y. Yeah, I, the first trainer had a level 5 Zigzagoon, and I knew I wasn't ready for that. So I leveled up Caterpie to a Metapod before I even went into the forest. i say, as you should. I think it was like Santaloon Forest, it's called. Uh, but I caught a Weedle there, one and traded that, and got the real star of the show. I got a Charmander. <laughs> was it a wonder trade? I got a level one Charmander, and it fl- like someone must have taught it egg moves because it knew Inferno, Flamethrower, Slash, and Fire Spin at level one. What so the f- all the bug types <laughs> in that forest are getting destroyed right now. They're and melting. the first the first gym leader is a bug type trainer. Oh god! So Charmy, I, I sense a Charmeleon coming up soon. So soon, yes. So currently the team is uh, Charmander, <laughs> Metapod. And Magikarp. All right, so so that is what I've been doing. Stuff. I think, that's keeping I you busy. Yeah, I think that's all the games I've been doing. Uh, well, man, it's a lot of Pokemon actually. Uh, for the draft league that me and my uh, clubmates are doing, we are on the final week starting today. So after today, we'll start playoffs for the Gen Three OU. Uh, draft league that we've been running so that is i believe the only other thing i've been doing i haven't touched my switch in a while like paper has been pretty vacant and so is animal crossing so well, i just had to, i had to take a little step back but I that's think, fine I this think little I'll, layoff probably helps yeah but that is everything i've been doing so uh since it has been two weeks or i guess yeah, yeah. it's been yeah two weeks uh, since our last episode, uh, some things have been revealed, uh, which we will relay to you now. So do you want to start with the, I guess, in order of appearance, so Animal Crossing would be first, right? Animal Crossing would be first. Okay, so Animal Crossing is receiving another summer update, uh, or it has already received it by the time you're hearing this. Uh There are only really two major things. One is a new event uh, that happens every Sunday, which is a fireworks show, uh, which is run by Red, so there must be some sort of scam involved, but uh, (laughs) I haven't been able to catch anything so far. But uh, there are some new cool... There's some new things. There's like bubble blowers and party noise makers and things like that. But every Sunday, there's a fireworks show, and and you can change the fireworks to like custom designs. Which is cool. So you can make your own like fireworks show, which is pretty cool. It has a really nice backdrop yeah. to it in the sky. It's really good. Or it's really cool. Uh, but the second update, or the, sorry, the second feature that's been added is... What was it called? I, I'm just going to call it the Dream World for my... Like Dream Islands. So what happens is if you lay in a bed in your house, uh, a little prompt will show up and ask you if you want to go to sleep. And then uh, you can enter this sort of dream state uh, that's kind of monitored by this anteater person named Luna, who was in New Leaf, the previous game. And using this space, you can access other people's islands. Uh, I, I believe in New Leaf, this was made. This like this is uh, more of a thing for if you want people to see your island at a certain point or like. It's kind of hard to explain. You you can travel to other people's islands, but you won't actually be there. It'd be like a dream version of the island. It's not like you're actually on the island with them. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a, 
a snapshot of the person's island at a certain point in time that you can go around and explore. So I believe people in New Leaf used to make like like story maps or kind of like adventure maps in air quotations is the closest thing I could refer it to where they'd style their island in a certain way or they'd want to show off uh, just their normal island. Uh, there was a lot of things you could do with it and now it is being implemented into uh, into New Horizons. So you enter a uh, code in and then uh, just like the custom designs and then you can be transported to wherever it is you want to go. The uh, you'll appear sleeping on a bed in the middle of the town square, so that's how you return to the, you know, real world. And the person whose island you're visiting is like an NPC, and I think they can customize their dialogue as well. So that's pretty neat. Then it, it it's a it's a feature that I know people wanted to come back for a while, so it's nice that it's here. But personally, for me, it doesn't really uh, change things too much. So, uh, but for those of you who uh, would like to show off your island uh, or make some creative uh, little story or uh, interactive opportunities for people who visit, uh, this is probably uh, the update for you. Um, I believe that was everything from that update, actually. Those, just those two big features. Yeah, we're going to get to it, but uh, Animal Crossing is definitely... It's going to get a lot of these updates for... The foreseeable future. Yeah, probably because, for a long time. Yeah, a long time. Like, I'm thinking probably a year, say, two years. I'd say, of, I'd say a year at is that average, I'd say. A yeah. Year good. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, so, it, what, March release? So, yeah, so it'll probably, I imagine a year and a half. It would still yeah, be a little fresh, more than a year. Fre- yeah. Fresh content because we're going to get to it, but it's kind of... It's kind of rocking the charts. So. Rocking the charts, indeed. Well, so Before we get to that, I, I, I don't know what to make of this, because we really need a direct bad, because I'm tired of just logging onto Twitter and just seeing these random news dumps of Nintendo yeah. releasing stuff, because that's exactly what happened with this next announcement. I just happened to be on Twitter, and I see a post 11 minutes ago by Nintendo of America, a Pikmin 3 Deluxe trailer. I'm like, wait, this is actually big news. Why wasn't there an announcement about this? Yeah, so they just shadow dropped an announcement trailer for uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe. It turns out, didn't wasn't it Miyamoto who said like Pikmin 4 is close to being <laughs> finished in development? Like four years ago. It turns out he just he's lied. It's no, not Pikmin you, 4, it's <laughs> Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Yeah, I... Uh, I have it right. I have it up right here with everything that's in it. So uh, they had they had screenshots, all that stuff. It was a three minute trailer, if I'm correct. Yeah, it was. It it was substantial. Yeah, it was a. It was definitely a, a long trailer. So it says right here, Pikmin Three Deluxe delivers a full suite of additions and in, in enhancements, including the ability to play the whole story mode in co-op with a friend, new side story Ooh. missions which can also be played in co-op. And all the mission mode DLC stages from the original game's release. So it's basically just a bundle. Like, it's basically just a bundle that everything Pikmin 3 had. It's a, it's a deluxe port from the Wii U version of Pikmin 3. Yeah. With new, diffi- with new difficulty options, lock-on targeting, optional hints, and choice to play at a more relaxed pace, it's easier than ever to join in on the Pikmin fun, enjoy the game's beautiful scenery, and get a taste of what the vibrant world has to offer. The trailer did make the game look pretty sweet. Like, it looked yeah. really good. It does look very, uh, very beautiful. I mean, it is the Switch, so I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Fun features from the original game also return to Pikmin 3 Deluxe, such as the in-game camera, which allows players to snap photos of the game's lush environments and curious creatures from a pint-sized perspective. For seasoned players who are ready to deploy their Pikmin plucking skills and some new challenges, Pikmin 3 Deluxe add new story missions featuring Olimar and Louie from... Featuring Olimar and Louis exploring planet PNF 404, and for a bit of friendly Pikmin flinging fun, there are even head-to-head multiplayer matches available in Bingo Battle. So, a lot, a lot comes in this. Yeah, there are some expansions upon the previous game, as well as uh, adjustments made to the base game. So, seems to be the full package. And if we get this, this would be our first Pikmin game, and we could play it together if we wanted to. Yeah, uh, Pikmin 3 also had a release date, uh, the 30th of October, so yeah. still a little bit away yet. And of course, Nintendo Life had to cap off this article by saying this. A report earlier this year correctly suggested that Pikmin 3 Deluxe was set to be announced in the coming months. That report also noted that the previously uh. rumored Super Mario 35th Anniversary Masters would also appear at some stage this year. 
Just let they, it go already. They won't. Just they let won't it let it die. die. They won't let it die. They won't at do it. At some stage, they're not even saying that. Like, at, what does "at some stage" mean? They won't like, let it die, man. Like Miyamoto will be like, "Yeah, there, yeah," and then just end the direct. It's like I had, I got nothing. He just the direct ends. That's how it ends. Hey, like he's like, "Hey, remember those uh, 35th Mario anniversary rumors?" And then it just cuts out, and then the direct ends. Yeah, and the world burns. Literally, the, the world, world burns. Uh, just self ignites but yeah i mean it looks like uh probably something i might pick up actually like i'm 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 interested in this so uh as the release date grows closer uh over the coming i mean it's a ways away if it's in october so yeah it did get it did get some details uh, it's confirmed that pick and three deluxe will take up six and a half gigs of space on your switch that's the European version. And it will be compatible across TV, handheld, and tabletop modes, so Switch and Switch Lite. The Pro Controller will be supported, and the game will be playable in English, Japanese, Spanish, French, German, Italian, Korean, and Chinese. Is there voice work in this game? I don't think I th- so. I think just in text. Yeah, that's, on, like, that's what I mean. Like, There's no voice acting. Maybe like a Breath of the Wild thing where the character will make a sound and then their text will be displayed. Oh, I don't, I don't know. As I'm a box art guy, I gotta rate this box art real quick. That's it's a pretty good box art. I agree, it's pretty strong. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, like, 30th of October. You can already pre-purchase it on the eShop, which I won't do, but I yeah, appreciate the I offer. Mean, we'll have what? to see if the interest stays. Yeah, because, because I don't know. I never really found myself to be drawn in by the concept of pikmin even when like back in the wii u days it was coming out mm-hmm. so we'll have to see if the interest stays or if like other games are announced that i want more yeah which is still very possible yeah there's actually a game that was i saw a trailer for it today that i might actually pick up so what we can talk about that a little later but Hey, I'm glad for the P- for the uh, fans of the Pikmin series. Uh, not exactly a new uh, numbered installment, but uh, a new game to add to the to the collection. All the same, so yeah, it's the first Pikmin game on the Switch. Is that's right, isn't it? Yeah, yes, it is. Hang on, I found. Okay, so all right, well, I want to ask this question really quick. I don't know if you saw us on Twitter, but you can only buy one upcoming Switch game. Breath of the Wild 2, Metroid Prime 4, Pokemon Snap, or Bayonetta 3. Which one are you picking? You can only buy one. Breath of, it's got to be Breath of the Wild 2. It, it, it has to be. There's, like, no way it can't be. No, and I actually, the only reason I brought that up is I thought Pikmin 3 Deluxe was, was in that argument, but it uh, turns out it wasn't, so... Yeah. But yeah, no, so that is Pikmin 3 Deluxe and we said we we're going to get to if if you season 1ers know that uh, we're a big fan of the charts here on a uh, Yeah. on Switch <laughs> it up and there was a lot of news with charts. So all of the all most of the Switch sales for games got updated. We got some numbers for Xenoblade Chronicles and Clubhouse games. We got some numbers for Animal Crossing New Horizons. Basically everything. So, I, But I think it's most appropriate to start with the console itself. Reggie tweeted last week that Nintendo Switch was on pace to beat to break the NES's record of 61.91 million units sold. I think by the end of the quarter, he said. Yeah, I, I think that's what he said. So that would officially make the Switch the second highest selling Nintendo console of all time. Ways behind... I was about Wii. to say, like, about a, a, a considerable stride behind the Wii's just Yeah, 50 crater. million. Yeah, 50 uh, million behind. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot. That's it, a lot. It not, I don't think Nintendo will ever make a console that can catch that. <laughs> I don't think so either. But I'm just looking at this. The Wii U was that bad, huh? It sold the a Wii U was the Wii not. Uh, the Wii U was not taken too kindly, too. 13.56. Good God. Followed by GameCube was 21.74, which I feel like for, what year, 2003? That's not terrible. Uh, Nintendo 64, I think it was early 90s. Yeah, you can see the years on them. 
Oh wait, yeah, yeah, early late nineties. Excuse me, ninety six. Uh, the the Super Nintendo nineteen ninety at forty nine point one. That was that's impressive. God, that's impressive for nineteen ninety. The Switch obviously twenty seventeen. Yeah, the NES was in the eighties, and it's <laughs> yeah, it's sixty one. It's nearly sixty two million. That's record. That's astonishing for the eighties. And then yeah, obviously uh, the Wii, which will probably never be caught in Nintendo lore. Probably never, no, for as long as Nintendo exists. No, so that's obviously very impressive. And then we get to the games themselves. So a lot of things have shaken up with this. Number one is still Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which has sold four more million copies since it was last updated. Number two is now Animal Crossing New Horizons at 22.4. Oh, it beats beats Smash Brothers. Which is preposterous. It's crazy to me. That's nuts. like we'll get in the, yeah, insane. we'll get more we'll get more in depth with that. Number three is Smash Bros, which is at nineteen point nine nine million, but it's at twenty million. Breath of the Wild has sold more copies; it's at eighteen point six million. Number five, which is past Super Mario Odyssey to my dismay, uh, Pokemon Sword, Sword and Shield. Shield. Yeah. Six is Odyssey at eighteen point oh six. Considerable drop off to Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee at twelve point two. Super Mario Party at almost eleven. Splatoon two at just a just under 11 million and super mario bros u deluxe is 7.44 mm-hmm. some new appearances on this list um xenoblade chronicles definitive edition 1.332 million oh yeah and clubhouse games 51 worldwide classics is at just over 1 million i don't even know what this is uh, yeah i don't know what that is either <laughs> I, I can't even pronounce it taiko no tatsujin drum and fun drum and is a rhythm game developed and published by Bandai Namco. Bandai, why are you? He's Bandai is everywhere. <laughs> Bandai is everywhere. So yeah, Bam- anyway. Bandai is at number three. It's at number thirty-four. Yeah. So, but I think the biggest thing here has got to be Animal Crossing, right? I mean, if you look at uh, as of when was it? It was released March twentieth of twenty twenty. And it is already far and surpassed Smash Bros. Ultimate that was released two years prior. And, and Smash Bros. Which Smash is game Brothers, of the year. Yeah, uh, that's true. I didn't even realize that Breath of the Wild was at four. And that came out three that came out almost exactly three years before Animal Crossing did. Yeah. And Smash Bros. and time. Smash Bros. and Zelda are historically like juggernauts of Nintendo. Well, I don't know if you saw this, but this is preposterous. Um, Animal Crossing New Horizons is now Japan's second best-selling game ever. God. Behind Pokemon Red, Green, and Blue, which is at 10.2. Animal Crossing is at 7.5, so I think think it'll stay at 2. Yeah. And then what's even more crazy is Animal Crossing New Horizons sold more than the entire Metroid franchise combined. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that and seeing a meme of just Samus Underneath crying. the tree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cultural phenomenon is all like, you can say. I, I was about to say, it's it's crazy how... Because, I mean, Animal Crossing was always popular. You always saw those memes of people trying to use amiibo cards in a, a pentagram ritual to summon the new Animal Crossing on Switch. But, mm-hmm. like... Now that it's finally here, it's it's taken the world by storm. There's there's no other way to put it. It's no, yeah. I mean, I've logged about 150 hours in that game, and I it is a good game. But holy crap, <laughs> I didn't realize how many other people thought so as well. So how much of that? Exactly. Do you, how much of that do you think coincides with the pandemic and like the shutdown? It definitely def- helps, but a lot of its early success, I'd say, I think it's just a boost. Like, I don't think yeah. it's responsible solely for its uh, success. No, it's really, it's really good. Like, it's really Part- good. I was about to say, partially because it's just been so long since the last game. Partially because it is truly a pr- a pretty good game, despite like despite its flaws, which it does have. It's a good game, and it's an enjoyable game, and it provides a lot of differing experiences to different people uh more than i thought 
there would be. You know, there's the people who want to collect every single thing in the game. There's the people who want to deck out their island. There's the people who just want to have a chill place to relax after a long day of work who aren't super invested in it but still, you know, have it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of... There's a surprising amount of different play styles that you can do in Animal Crossing. And combine that with the fact that everyone's town's going to be different and everyone's... Like, the knowledge that your experience is going to be different than anyone else's. Like, that's very appealing to a lot of people, to have their own little personal like special world that you can just kind of do whatever you want in yeah and if you look at the list here seven is animal crossing new leaf and 10 is animal crossing wild world so japan clearly has yeah the demand for animal crossing but it definitely has it's grown into something more these like rivaling rival like pokemon itself was a cultural phenomenon still is yeah and animal crossing just inserted itself right in between gens one and two (laughs) yeah it's crazy above gen four above gen three gen five all that stuff it's crazy which is i think it's just a testament to how how i guess how much people uh have really taken to to animal crossing over the years how its popularity has has been building up yeah, uh, or at least coming into the mainstream because I believe it was always popular, but now like, you know, everyone knows it's popular. Popular. It's kind of crazy how. Can you tell the story of the Switch without Animal Crossing in it? Like, is Animal Crossing just that? It's obviously this game's obviously forever attached to the Switch, but like I was saying, now now you can't really. Like what is? I mean, I feel I feel like you can, but it's just it's just a part of it. Like every like Metroid Prime Four will be a part of it. Like Breath of the Wild Two will be a part of it. There. I think like there are some games that you can't tell the story of the Switch without, and I think those are mostly the launch titles because Breath they were the so impactful. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey wasn't a launch title, but I'm gonna put it in there because it's the Mario of the Switch, so it's obviously. So, I think that I think the the definitives are Breath of the Wild. Smash Brothers and Animal Crossing. See, yeah, I mean, if I had to pick one, probably Animal Crossing because normally it'd probably be Mario, Zelda, Pokemon. Yeah, I can but, I can tell the story of Switch without Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, you can, like, it's a it's mixed, but now with Animal Crossing just kind of blowing up as much as it did, I think you I think Pokemon's been dethroned for for that big three position. At least in the Switch's yeah. case. Yeah, in the Switch's case, and there's still obviously a lot of a lot of years for a lot of games to come out to rival, to challenge the presence of Animal Crossing. It's just, it's just so rare to see a game blow up like this, and it's kind of crazy that within what is it, three years, the Switch has already had three games of over 20 million sales. Yeah. And like, I. They're raking in. I would, I, and is this is the only game of those three where it's not solely multiplayer dependent? Can you? What, what were the other ones again? It was uh, Mario Kart Mario and Smash Kart. Bros. Oh shit, that's true. Yeah. Like this is just. I mean, both of the. I guess both of those games have a community because Smash obviously does, and yeah, like Smash has a very like well known and you know cult like a. It's been cultivated over many years, community. It's been very, like, known that it exists. And it's been in the public eye. Mario Kart is just, like, the casual game of all casual games. So And it, for, it forever will be. But Animal Crossing, you know, it. it's not a super multiplayer-heavy game, but it's an incredibly social game. Yeah, like with guides and people making designs and sharing their islands and giving out tips and ideas. The YouTube content for it is uh, just completely flooded over. The speculation for new updates now that they're doing continual free updates to the game. It's an incredibly social experience. Like a lot of like when you get into this game, you're you're entering into a community like 
you you have the chance of entering this community that is active and enormous now. Yeah, Animal Crossing's huge. It's everywhere. So it's it's just weird because I guess back in when we were growing up, we didn't grow up with the Animal Crossing games. We barely knew anything about it. They were Japan exclusive, weren't they? No, no, not all of them. Only the first Animal Crossing was Japan exclusive, and that was on the N64, but then they ported that to the GameCube, I believe, which was then the um, the Americas first. Yeah, uh, the first Crossing. introduction to it. And then you had Wild World and City Folk, which were on the DS and Wii, respectively. Mm-hmm. And then the next... Oh, yeah, sorry. New Leaf was on the 3DS then. And then we didn't have anything until now. So I just ran the. So the switch is told a total of of June third by of June thirtieth as of four hundred six point six seven million total copies. Uh, Animal Crossing is five and a half percent of that. When you quantify it like that, it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to think of the switch without Animal Crossing. And I'm looking at it now. There's a chance that they can have six games hit 20 million. Odyssey's 18.06. Sword and Shield's at 18.22. Breath of the Wild's at 18.6. I would I would say I don't think Odyssey's gonna get there. I think Sword and Shield and Breath of the Wild have a chance because Breath of the Wild 2, I think, is gonna it's gonna spike up sales for that. It's gonna spike up sales for the entire right series, that, maybe. Yeah, right yeah. when that's around the corner. And I see I think that game can get to twenty million. Like that game has I put it on Twitter. Of so that that game has the highest ceiling, like the highest bar to clear since what game? Which game has the highest bar to clear? Sorry, I zoned Breath, out for a second. Breath Breath of the Wild Two has the highest bar set for a video game since like what game? Like the speculation mm-hmm. around it. Obviously, it hasn't come. Obviously, the speculation isn't there yet because <sighs> yeah, there hasn't been enough news released on it. But that kind of adds to it. I mean, you could compare it to other Zelda games, like Twilight Princess. Like, that had a hit pretty high bar. Actually, I think that had a less bar because there was, I think, Wind Waker came before that, and that had a mixed reception based on its gra- on its uh, artistic style, uh, like the style of the game. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I, I haven't really... <sighs> For me, I can't really think of any game that really has... It has our. You think it has our expectations in the original Breath of the Wild? Oh, for sure. Absolutely, it does. I just can't think of any game that would have a bar close to even close to the one that Breath of the Wild Two has to clear. Like, not even just Nintendo. Like other properties. Like yeah, the new like like Halo Five. Like the new Halo or Breath of the Wild Two. Like which one has a higher bar to clear? Uh, Breath of the Wild Two. Halo Halo Five was also. I believe pretty mixed by the community so halo yeah. infinite has will probably have a would probably have an easier time you know being that like a good game or like at least meet the expectations of the fans but i don't know like breath of the wild 2 just with the way breath of the wild 1 is like it's it's super uncertain as to what the answer is to like what comes after that like, what do you do after you've made that open of a game? With yeah, that, had... with that, you know, with the story that can be very much expanded upon, but in different directions, depending on how the designers believe the game should be focused. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's because... hard for me to even talk about it because I, I really have no, I, have, I just have no idea how they're going to do it. No, we have no clue either, and because it had it has the potential to do a lot of things. It, depending on what, what the direction they take the story, we could be getting a look at the first trilogy in the series. Like they, we could, the, the one piece of evidence or the one piece of like foreshadowing that we do have from the director himself is that this game is apparently going to be as dark, if not more, than Majora's Mask, which could indicate that in in the story like maybe they lose and that sets up the third one that's up the third i mean it could but i mean 
I mean, the, me. ending off the sequel to one of your most popular games with a cliffhanger, like <laughs> that'd be that'd be a major like risk and or just power play. It is a major risk, and they could only do it if Breath of the Wild three was to come out the following year, like a, almost like a movie. Yeah, like in you can't, like in you, you, yeah, you, end game. Yeah, situation. you can't you can't do Gandorf wins and then Breath of the Wild three comes out in three years. You can't do that. Yeah, so I I don't I don't know because Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask are. Or Majora's Mask is a sequel to Ocarina of Time, but there, there isn't really like a direct correlation. A direct, I mean, there's a direct correlation, but there isn't exactly like a third game in that little series, you know? Yeah. I mean, the entire Zelda series is just one big mess of timelines and games coming after or before others. But <laughs> if right, yeah, know, maybe this is a different direction though. Before this, besides the DS games, I guess because I think Phantom Hourglass took place. Sometime after, I, I sorry, I think Spirit Tracks took some place after Wind Waker because uh, one of the characters is in there. But as far as like direct sequels go, mm-hmm. I think Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask is as similar as we're gonna be able to compare what's coming now to. Yeah, but it's all it's all guesswork at this point. Just like just like those Mario 35th anniversary rumors, it's all guesses. Which will absolutely, absolutely come yeah, true. Ab- yeah, will absolutely come true and sell 20 million copies and join this list I just named off. The next direct mini you see will definitely have that Metroid information you've been waiting for. Absolutely, there was there was this. This is the third month in a row where we've gotten a report of a direct coming this month. It'll happen every month, and it's never gonna happen. It'll eventually happen, but it's going to happen. It'll eventually month. happen, but that's a stupid way to do predictions. Like, you do it every yeah. single day until you get it. I wouldn't be content. Like, going, I knew it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be content going 1 for 12 in my Nintendo <laughs> Direct predictions. I would not be happy with that. Yeah, it's like, as soon as one month goes by, it's like, oh, well. Uh, didn't predict that. Let's do it again. Yeah, I'm just looking at some other games here. Three Houses hasn't been up, was not updated with this update onslaught, so I would imagine that's a 2.87. I would imagine that's at three. I don't know, maybe. Passing a a, a powerhouse as a one-two switch, so. <laughs> right. It was a release uh, title, so. It was, it, it was. So. I but, saw yeah, that you no, liked. That's... On Twitter, I saw that you liked a piece of fan art of Claude, but it said like Khalid. Oh that. yeah, it was it was young Kali with the white wyvern, which I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, so yeah, still playing three houses. Uh, I don't think I'll ever stop. So I mean, hey, it's it's a good game to never stop playing. It is a good game to never stop playing, but yeah, that is Switch sales charts and Animal Crossing. How popular is Animal Crossing and Breath of the Wild speculation? Everything you could ever ask for. You know? Yeah, this is a this is a good return for us. This is everything that we this is right our alley. <laughs> we love to do exactly. speaking of everything we love to do uh you want to harp on game freak a little bit actually not right. really harp on uh all right let, let, please can we so, please harp on game freak uh, this was the pokemon thing i wanted to talk to you about because i saw uh I, I was watching a youtube video and i saw a unique take on something that we had previously discussed because you know how in our previous game freak discussion we constantly brought up that they're the highest grossing media franchise of all time yeah, they still are. Yeah, and we, I, I figured that they would stay there. Uh, but <laughs> no, Hello Kitty skyrocketed. But uh, ooh, your video is frozen. Let's hope that's not uh, a sign of. Oh, never mind. As soon as I open my mouth, it goes back to normal. Anyway, your magic. So, uh, this specific YouTuber that I he had brought up this. It wasn't a video specifically dedicated to this, but it was like an in passing mention. And like he said, Pokemon is the big, the highest grossing media franchise of all time. They have more things to like worry about that are separate, but still rely on the main games for. So, for instance, they can't really take like two or three years to make like a Breath of the Wild level Pokemon game because the anime kind of relies on the main games to as far as settings and characters and uh, 
you know, what Pokemon can be added so that it can coincide with the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trading card game also kind of relies on the main games for, you know, what Pokemon can be used, what trainer cards can be created and things like that. What's the anime called? Twilight Sky? Twilight Wings. Twilight Wings. Yeah, that was like a generation sort of thing where it's just like a, a couple of YouTube videos. And it was, oh yeah, Twilight Wings also just ended recently. I was about to say, uh, I, th- I think it just ended. Yeah, it did. It, oh my God, that last episode was phenomenally animated. Like, oh my God, that was <laughs> amazing. Than, was the anime better than the game? Uh, well, I guess so far, like, Pokemon Journey is is the anime but that's like on netflix so uh and but we have journeys and twilight wings both of which are really good so i'd say yeah i'd have to i'm not i'm not to give that a shot i haven't watched yeah, it. it's very bingeable uh the pokemon journeys it's i think it's really good but i have not caught myself up because i have been preoccupied with other things but anyway uh so i thought that was a that was an interesting take that we hadn't really considered, you know, like they because can't, they want to get the, like the level of quality I feel like is almost at its peak, which is kind of disappointing to say, but yeah, they, they kind of need to, they can't really take their time as much on these games now because they have other things relying on them releasing these games when they do. So they, so basically the point this guy was trying to make is so many other like, plans and i guess projects are solely dependent on the console games release that they can't take their time with it and make it as best as they can because it has to be because that's the first domino that falls with that entire sequence yeah i believe that's what he was trying to get at now the argument could be made well again being the highest grossing media franchise of all time they could they should have the resources to just do it anyway you know Mm -hmm. But then again, I have no proof to even start to justify that claim. So I, I, it's kind of a slippery slope. So I, I really have no idea. I just thought it was an interesting point uh, that this YouTuber had made. Uh, that there are other things that this giant media franchise needs to uh, think about. Other, you know, it's weird because they're separate from the main games, but they also have to coincide with them yeah like the anime yeah like the anime everything. the trading card game those are the two big the, ones but yeah the mobile games mobile games well honestly not really because pokemon go is still on gen 5 but mobile games merchandise like all yeah, mer- merch for sure but yeah i just thought it was interesting because it kind of made me question uh you know what we had talked about earlier it's a good point and it's a valid argument but then again, it's almost like he's saying that Game Freak's content with being this punching bag for putting out so-so games for, well, seemingly, he made seemingly sound like the rest of eternity. <laughs> well, he said, like, he said, like, if you don't like the quality of Pokemon games, you're just going to have to deal with it because it's not going to get any better anytime soon. And I think he's right. Because I think he's right, too. It, it's unfortunate that it almost seems like Game Freak's put themselves in this position because they put so much on their plate. Which is fine. They're clear. They're the highest grossing media franchise of all time. Of all time, yeah. Like what, whatever, again, they're, whatever they're doing is working. I was about to say, if it's making the money, they're not gonna stop because we're no, just gonna no eat gonna, it up. No, yeah, no one's gonna, no one's gonna stop buying Pokemon. Yeah, there's not like people all the time. I'm pretty sure, like every major Pokemon release these days, try to get a boy, try to start a boycott, like start a revolution, like uh game freak has abused us for too long we have to stand up for better quality in these games but no one's ever gonna there's never gonna be a substantial enough movement to even put a dent in their sales i don't think so we're officially entering our fourth decade in which there have been pokemon console games red and blue came out in 96 followed by the 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 obviously 2000s 2010s now we're in 2020 so we're officially in our fourth decade of pokemon and have any of those have any has any person from those decades stopped buying pokemon stuff some might have but again it's just not enough enough. it's not (laughs) enough because i believe this may be one of the bigger pokemon games that had like a huge pre-release controversy yeah and it's it's in the top 10 of switch games it's in the top five dude it's in the top (laughs) five it's number five yeah i was gonna say it's, it's trailing 
It's like, you see, 2017's you see, <laughs> game of the year. You see half of these Pokemon, half of these like nearly a thousand Pokemon, we're gonna just not have them in the game. And everyone like like there were YouTube videos all about it. There was drama. There was everything. Every people were up in arms, and it's still top five, one of the best selling games on the Switch. Yeah, and the problem with those videos is that the same people who are critiquing Game Freak are the ones who they bought the game. Some, doing some do. Any favors. Some do. Some don't. But you know, people still buy it because it's Pokemon. It's more. It's less of a game and more of a formula at this point. It is. It's like just it's, rinse, it's just, it's just a, rinse and it's, repeat. It's just a system that is being resold to us because it's it's not really going to change. I don't think. Yeah, but no, if people right. if people like it, which they obviously do, then they're going to keep buying it. I'm probably going to keep buying it because I like Pokemon. Yeah, and they have Isle of Armors are got to be close, right? What do you mean? The DLC for Sword oh, and Shield. You mean uh, uh, Crown, Tundra. Crown Tundra? Crown Tundra. Let me look what the Crown Tundra release date is because it's got to be close. Crown. Oh, sorry, it's not crowned. It's Crown Tundra. Yeah, uh, I thought. Saint release Griffin. date. Fall of it says fall 2020. I believe that's so all soon. they gave us. So, so soon, soon, yeah. Relatively soon. Yeah, and I'm looking at it now. Like I just made the point. Pokemon Sword and Shield, a game that is one of the most mixed, and for the most part, I would say people say isn't one of their best games. Yeah. Is like a quick burst away from passing the 2017 game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to stop. It never it, will. And like, it's crazy to think like this is the first true Pokemon home console like main series game yeah this is it as the first one you can play this on your tv it feels weird i don't know because if it should feel more monumental than that you know yeah because then everyone made everyone made the argument oh you have all these resources now this game should rock well the guy the the point this guy's making is we don't need it to rock it's gonna sell great regardless it'll sell regardless hang on i want to see best selling pokemon games I think Sword and Shield is it. Like I, I think it has, or maybe behind Red and Blue, maybe. Maybe I mean that was the early '90s or late mid '90s. So True. yeah, I mean it's the highest selling game in Japan. Sales in millions. So okay, so they're comparing, they're comparing Red, Green, and Blue. So oh, that's three games. That's not fair. So eighteen point two two million is the. Is the way we go here. So let's see. Sun and Moon's above it. Really? Oh, okay. Oh no, no, it's not above it. Pokemon because they combine Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So uh, okay, so it's above. It's above Gen Seven. It's above Gen Six. It's above Gen Five, which hurts my heart. It's above Gen Four, which hurts it even more. It is. It is better selling than Ruby and Sapphire combined. It is better selling than Alpha, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire combined, which means it's better selling than Emerald. Um, Gold and Silver has a beat con- combined, and Red, Green, and Blue has a beat. But individually, it's better selling than all three. So, I mean, I feel like a lot of it may come from the fact that it, just from the fact that it is a home console Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the home console is much more accessible to a wider range of people than it yeah. is to uh, th- than like the DS or handheld was. I believe yeah. the reason for the early game success was just because of the absolute cultural boom that mm-hmm. Pokemon started. But now has now as that has kind of faded into normalcy, uh, having it on this home console likely gives it the edge over these more recent handheld Pokemon games, as it is just more accessible. All around being a both a home console and now a handheld as well. So you get the best of both worlds, kind of, and you draw on the biggest amount of audience possible. Yeah, so... if So Pokemon, since Red, Green, and Blue, and Yellow, they combined all four, which is a total of 59.5 million units sold. <sighs> of all four. All four, yeah, all four of the games. 
Yeah. So that includes red, green, blue, yellow, fire, red, leaf, green, and then the 3DS versions. It has been on a decline, so it dropped by 17 million to Gen 2, which dropped another 6 to Gen 3, which dropped another 9 to Gen 4, dropped 1 million to Gen 5, which dropped another 8 million to Gen 6, and then Sun and Moon, believe it or not, it spiked back up. Sun and, and Moon was Sun and Moon was hyped up a lot, I remember. Sun and, and Moon then was Pokemon, one of the so they have it called Pokemon Switch, so they, they just combine both games yeah. and Switch. It's taking, yeah. it's taking another spike up, so Pokemon stock's actually on the rise when it comes to console games. I mean, it was, I, at, it was at its lowest with X and Y, with 16.45 million. But they only I, released one game of X and Y. There's no remake. There's none of that. So I'm assuming that would... Well, that sold, Gen, that sold 16.45. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire are Gen 6. They don't have that under here. They have it just under Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. They don't have those oh. generations. Oh, you so, mean like okay, a so, so, okay, so if you want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... Sorry, I get what you're saying now. X and Y, 16.5 million. That's the only game from 2013. That's good. That is good. X and Y were great. Well, yeah. Subjective. I'm pretty sure I'm nostalgia yeah. for those games. but Which is better than Sun and Moon, and Sword and Shield is above that. So let me. Actually, I'm going to compare Sword and Shield to not remakes, just original installments. So 18.2. Better than Sun and Moon. Better than X and Y. Better than Black and White. Better than Diamond and Pearl. Better than Ruby and Sapphire. Just yep. under gold and silver, and a ways behind red, green, blue. So Gen, yeah, it's, Gen, one it, and, Gen one and two were just like I'm not sure they'll ever get passed by. I any don't think so either. Games. So not the originals. It's, so it's fourth out of eight, and many people consider it the worst of the eight, which one is of the worst, shocking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so again, like no one's no nuts. one's gonna stop buying. No one's no. gonna stop buying Pokemon ever. That that's just the truth. Whether it's a whether it's a crappy Target T-shirt or trading cards in the console game, it doesn't matter. It's just never going to stop. No, it is not. I just figured that'd be a uh, a nice add-on to a previous conversation from uh, season one. What feels like no, years ago. No, that was. Uh, yes, yes, years been so long. Like I, my brother and sister were like, "2020 is flying by." I looked down, like, "What?" I mean, it feels like it. It feels like both, honestly. Even though we had like three more months of being at home because of quarantine and online classes, no, I'm like, home. Like I'm not going back. I'm home for the semester. Like we did. Like a lot of the days are just filled with nothing, so they all kind of blend together and make it feel faster. Yeah. So actually, we should close with that. So I for this podcast anyway. I feel like this whole virus thing and Tyra and I having all online classes can be a blessing in disguise because season two, we're really going to try to, you know, pick up quality without, again, we're broke college kids, so we can't really yeah, buy all, can't the, do a whole lot. all the, all the dope equipment. So we're going to do our best to get quality up, like the product up. We're going to do all that because like we said before, we do really enjoy doing this and season two, you're hopefully going to see us grow from podcasting boys into Slightly older boys. Podcasting. Oh, no, not yet. Okay. <laughs> not yet. We're not there yet. So, and we started, actually Tyler started, I credit him. Yeah. Switch it up Instagram is uh, up and active. Yes. So, I re today, or yesterday rather, I released my final uh, questionnaire on my, for the podcast on my main Instagram channel, uh, but I did only get one response, so I will say that Boy. here. Uh, What's the definition of gamer? Yeah, give, I, I asked people to give me the definition, the dictionary definition of a gamer, wrong answers only. And my one response was, normal people who enjoy improving hand-eye coordination. <laughs> Which I thought was quite inspired. That's pretty that's, that's that funny. That's yeah, we're athletes. Answer. We're so, athletes, actually. Yeah, we're, we are, uh, we're, we're under tr going training constantly. But, yeah, now, from now on, uh, questions like that and polls and other things will be uh, on the official Switch It Up podcast Instagram. So you can find us. Uh, just search up Switch It Up podcast. Uh, all the spaces in that will be replaced with underscores, and you should be able to find it. You'll see our logo, which you know we wanted to have done for this episode, the updated logo, but it's going to take a little bit longer. But we are going to you know keep at it. Obviously, yep. work complications and all that uh, come into play when trying to update something like this. So, 
Uh, but my friend is uh, doing us a huge favor by doing this. So yeah, uh, definitely, uh, we're definitely going to keep at it, and we will give you guys updates as as it goes on. And yeah, that is going to conclude season two, episode one. Of I was about to say, do you have any, do you have anything else? Are we even going to break the one hour mark on this one? <laughs> Oh uh, no, I don't think we are. We're no. not gonna stretch it for another five. I, I got, I got nothing. I mean, I'm at the four streamer in Paper Mario. I'm, I'm still really enjoying the game. I'm gonna beat it hopefully soon. I don't know how much longer I have. Oh, you know, I do have a funny little thing that happened just today, actually. Oh boy, what uh, do you got? So, I was about to play Apex, like my first game on. I was about to play, and the dropship just freezes in midair. And I just can't move. And I was like, all right, what the fuck? And I uh, hop off the game. I look at my phone and I realize that our Wi-Fi was just knocked out. Uh, so I go upstairs and my brother's like, hey, is the Wi-Fi all knocked out for you? I'm like, yep, Xbox is dead. <laughs> so I, then that just then I remember like, oh, my parents said they were going to go to Xfinity to try and do some shit. So I'm like, oh, they probably just long range nuked our Internet or something. Oh, absolutely. When they're, trying, when they're trying to update it. Turns out they bought an they upgraded they bought well they didn't buy it. We were just due for an upgrade. They got us an entirely new router. So oh boy. our old router was just completely just bricked. Like they just turned it off. Uh, <laughs> so dad basically comes in, plops the router down in front of me. It's like, all right, go install it. Like, <laughs> Look, I know about as much as how to do this as you do, but so we went in. So there are two cables. One was the Ethernet cable, and one was the uh, was just this other cable that you actually had to screw into the wall. Uh, and both of those outlets are on entirely opposite ends of the room where our router is. All right. The only reason our old <laughs> router funny. was the only reason our old router was able to function was because uh, it had an extremely long cord for one of them, so it just wrapped around the entire room until it got to that corner where it was. So I was like, all right, well, I need to replace all this old hardware with this new hardware. Like, that was my thinking. But there's no extension cords for an Ethernet cord or this other cord that I have. So eventually, we're just like, okay, let's just ditch these new cords and just plug the old stuff into this new router and put it in the same place and see if it works. Which, like, my dad was like, why didn't you do that in the first place? I'm like, look, if I've learned anything from technology over the years is that it's really easy to break it if you don't know what you're doing. This is very true. So I was like, I didn't want to plug it into the wrong thing and then have to have you guys go back and get a new one or just completely fry it entirely. So, but we took a gamble and it, we just plugged the old stuff into this and completely disregarded any new cables we were given and it worked. <laughs> uh, there we apparently, go. Apparently, this is supposed to be twice as fast, but uh, hey, no it, it is fast. So, so it might be. I was about to say, I'll, I'll give it to you. We haven't gotten any uh, interruptions of the technical kind in this episode yet, so I'd say it's been working pretty good. But uh, that is the story of my surprise router installation that I figured I'd share. There we go. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will extend us into the one hour mark. So if you are still listening, thank you so very much uh, for sticking with us to the end of the first episode of our second season. We're very excited to uh, continue this podcast in this new uh, step. And uh, we're hoping you guys will will take it with us. So uh, would you like to plug the socials? Oh, it's the honor. So... On Twitter at Switch It Up Podcast, you can follow it there. Uh, that's where the episodes will be released as soon as they are live. They'll be an Apple. It's an Apple Podcast link, but we're available on Spotify and basically every other streaming platform you can think of. YouTube at Switch It Up Podcast on YouTube. Uh, Instagram Switch. Just type in Switch It Up Podcast to the search underscores in between each word, so yep. you'll find the logo. That's where that's our test house. That's where all the new polls will be. We'll post when episodes are out. Wow. I'll get back on my video editing. We can post previews on Instagram too for the episodes. Yeah. So. Yeah. I now actually. All right. Yeah. Tyler's now. A, yeah. Just recently, I have learned the basics of video <laughs> editing because apparently my college gives out Adobe Premiere for free. So 
I have access to that now, so that's fun. So yeah, no, yeah, we can video edit now on and put the clips on Instagram, so you'll get previews there, and then links to the episode will be in the bios. Personal yes. at Colby underscore Morgan on both Twitter and Instagram. I'll retweet all the stuff, and now on Instagram, I will put the posts on my story. So, yes, stepping it up. So, uh, do we did per? Do we do personal accounts? Uh, uh, no, not. I, I just did mine. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah, if you want to follow me personally on Twitter at Tyler Samsel, on Instagram at TSamsel11, where there will no longer be polls, those will be on the official Twitter. Feels weird. On the official Instagram. That feels weird to say. But, uh, once again, thank you guys so much for uh, sticking with us, and we hope to see you next week. We will see you guys next week. If you are new, old, thank you for listening. Have a good one, gamers. <laughs>